episode 202, a good reminder about food and diets. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified life, weight, and triathlon coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in losing weight and gaining lasting health. I love helping others improve their food and exercise and get the results they want. And along the way, they become mentally and physically tough. It's a wild and fun ride, and I can't wait for you to be a part of it. Let's go. Hello. Another episode, another week together. Thanks, guys. It's always fun to be here. And this week is going to be about food. It's going to be just some reminders. I think it's always good to go back to the reminders. I mean, some people call it the basics, but I just love sharing what I've gathered about nutrition and food and how it's just been a part of my life. It's a huge part of our team. And it, to me, is the catalyst for this evolved self, this um, elevated self. So always when we're talking on the team, um, it's like this is one of the bigger things. This is one of the jump starts to really having this life that we want. So if this is for you, if nutrition is something that you're working on, tune in. I can't wait for you to listen to this episode and always remind yourself to take it with compassion, to take it with understanding, with curiosity and whatever you've done up until this point, it was exactly what you needed to do because you've done it and you can't change it. And so I think oftentimes we kind of like, I wish I would have known this sooner. I wish I would have changed this or I should have done this different. And I mean, we can say all those things, but none of that actually helps us because we can't go back and change it, but we can say, wow, like I've gotten to where I'm at. It's currently where I'm at. What have I learned from that? And how do I move forward? And I will be talking about that. If we can take the lessons that we've learned and apply them, then they don't repeat themselves. But oftentimes we repeat a lot of the same things because we don't take the chance to look at them. So that'll be, hopefully I get to that later on the podcast. But anyways, thanks for everyone who always shows up and listens, shares this with your friends. Um, those that take the principles that I talk about and these, you know, these little tips and tricks and you apply them in your life and you use them and you share them with me. I love having people like on my food or on my phone, I'll just open it up and I'll have all these pictures of food. People send me like pictures that are trying to do this food or they tried this recipe or (laughs) one of my clients just sent me, she was eating too much cake. Hopefully she doesn't care. I share this, but she's eating too much cake. So she put, um, tinfoil on it and then put a pack of gum on top of it. And she's one of our team elevate girls and she put the gum on top of there. So it would remind her to take a pause, um, before she eats the cake. So <laughs> it's always so fun. I, I'm just like, this is such a fun world where I get to, um, have people tell me about what the food they eat because I know that we're all trying to work on it. And this isn't really part of what I'm going to say, but I mean, well, all of it is a part of what I'm going to say, but people, you know, oftentimes want to lose weight and they want to be healthier and fit. And it's, I, I don't know if it's just the culture we live in, but it just always feels like that's something that's a, it's intertwined into everything we do, or maybe it's just everything I do. And it's the business that I'm in. So I hear it a lot, but if we can just realize that, um, 
the food choices that we make on a very constant basis, three times a day, if you eat three times a day, if you have two meals, great. Or if you have like six meals, if you have three snacks and three meals, um, that's a lot of choice, choices that you make and a lot of um, chatter in your head about food. And I want to tell you, like, that's where the change happens. I mean, you know, I'm all about moving. I'm all about doing that. But it's the food choices that we make um, to have the energy, which we're going to talk about, that food actually gives us the energy. It will help us to get into movement. It's the energy that we need so that we have more clarity of mind. Or when we notice our brain is foggy, that we can eat some food or we can take the pause. All of that is started when we can take the fuel that we need or, you know, I call it fuel, but it's food that we take, that we need to take in. So when people are wanting to get fit and they don't say get fit, they most of the time just say they want to lose weight. I mean, there's lots of places to start and they'll all help you, but I'm telling you, if you want to get the biggest bang for your buck, it's to start in your nutrition. It's to start there. And there's tons of podcasts that I've, that I've done that we just have our three basics inside the team that I would say, go to those three basics. And that's just whole foods versus processed foods. It's planning ahead of time. It's not just tracking your food. I hate to tell you, it's actually like planning and using your prefrontal cortex, your, your part of your brain that wants you to succeed. Use that ahead of time before you're in the emotional eat, before you're just eating whatever's in front of you, then you have to track it. Like it's the planning. And the last one is just having some parameters, having some outlines. We call them eating windows, but it's like, I'm going to start my food here. I'm going to end my food here. And I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to eat the other times. And it's people call it whatever you want, but it's just you being in control of the food that you eat and being very vigilant. And, you know, you plan your food. So within those eating window hours, I mean, I eat for 10 hours and then I have a rest. So my body can reset and restart for 14 hours. And I mean, everyone tries to make it complicated, but getting whole foods versus getting the processed synthetic food, planning your food and having a time, a structured time to eat your food and not eat your food is simple. Is it easy? It's not necessarily easy, but that's the work we do inside here. So just, I mean, I know you've probably heard it a lot of times if you listen to my podcast, if you're on the team, you hear a lot, but you can never hear it enough because it's not like the steps. It's actually trying the work to take the massive action to try to do those steps. That's when you realize that it's not easy, but it could be simple, but you're going to have to show up and do it over and over again and see what stumbling blocks get in your way. But that's someone we're going to talk about today. I'm just saying, if you need those tips. So the first thing that I want to say is that food gives us energy straight out. That's why I call it fuel. If you think about your car and you're driving a car, you need fuel, AKA gas or else your car stops. Right. I mean, it's, that's a pretty simple concept. So drive your car, have gas in it, you know, and you start getting to empty and you don't, you haven't got to the gas station. My husband is notorious for that. He's like, Oh, we, we we're on empty. We have to get gas. You know, the gas light comes on and he's like, Oh, we have 30 miles and we get past the 30 miles. And he's like, we're still traveling. You like on a road trip. And he's like, and we have like three miles to the gas station. I'm like, Oh my gosh. I'm sure I've shared this, but I'm always like, well, at least I got my running shoes. And a lot of times I travel with my bike. I'm like, I can get us to the gas station if we're this, you know, this, this close to the gas station. So I'm always like got an alternative back for that, but more so saying that that is our food is fuel. And, you know, I'm like loving this nutrition course that I'm taking. I love to just 
get more certifications, more knowledge, because I think it's just helpful. And you, the more, you know, I think the more you can grow and the more avenues opens up for you. So that's been my new philosophy since I started this coaching and traveling coaching and nutrition coaching, like what, four years ago, four or five years ago. And I'm just like, Hey, let's do another certification. So I'm in the certification and sometimes you learn some of the same stuff, but you learn it in a new way. And, um, so I just want to talk about why I talk about, you know, even our, even our food plan, it's called our fast fuel formula. And why do I call it that is because the fuel is the food because, um, it's the food that we eat that contains potential energy, which I'm just kind of taking stuff from the book. So you can know a little bit what I'm saying. So stored energy that can be converted into kinetic energy and the kinetic energy is the energy that helps us move and stay alive. So when I mean, we want to pull back this whole relationship with food. You know, food does help us feel good. It does help us, you know, it's nostalgic sometimes and emotionally sometimes it helps us. And I'm like, we're human. We're going to do that. But when we can look at food for the purpose of what food is to give us energy, then I think we can take a little bit more of the emotion out of it and just be like, okay, well, I need energy. I mean, literally to move my body, I need energy, right? And so I want us to look at it that way and to also remember that we can't make energy. We can only transfer it from something to something else. So our body is what breaks it down, you know, to ATP, it breaks it down. So we have the energy, but we have to put something in our body to have it transfer to make energy for us. We have to provide that. So the reason why I want to start with food as energy is because sometimes it gets so convoluted what food is to us. And, um, we, this is where I'm going to try not to go into a rant. <laughs> people these days are very excited about protein, which protein has always been very important for our body. There's these macronutrients called fat, protein, and carbohydrates. And um, again, it could just be in the line of work that I'm in, but I hear a lot of people tell me that they're just going to focus more on their protein, which I might go for because protein is a building block and we need that to build our muscles, right? And they're like, I'm going to go low carb, which that's when I start getting a little bit alerted. And people always hear the word fat. It's a macronutrient. And for some reason, they associate it with being fat. It's not at all. So I want us to realize when I say food is energy that all three of the macronutrients, and I, I focus a lot on the micronutrients because there's a, those are the nutrients that um, they're the vitamins and minerals that come from a lot of the fibrous foods that we don't get in. And we need micronutrients just as well, because those things are the things that actually help us not get sick. They help with our microbiome inside of our gut, all the things. But we're talking about macronutrients now. And so people say, I need to get all this protein in because I need to feel full. And most of the time when people are telling me that they want to lose weight. So, I mean, again, building blocks to help you build strength. So it's kind of a little bit ironic, but, um, they want to just lose weight, which there's lots of ways to lose weight. You just cut your calories. I mean, you're not going to feel healthy and you're not really going to feel strong and you're probably not going to feel energetic, but you can lose weight just cutting like food deficit, right? Like you have a deficit with how much calories you take in most of the time. Like I'll, I'll talk about it in a second, but then you're going to have a deficit and it's going to help you lose weight. But that's not really what I'm here. And I don't think you'd be listening to this podcast if you just want to lose weight because there's lots of podcasts out there to lose weight. And this is more to say that how you get energy in your body. So if you want to have energy and you want to feel energized during your day, 
people will come to me and tell me that they're eating lots of protein now and they feel tired. And, um, the thing is, is that carbohydrates is what they're now cutting out a lot of this carbohydrates. The carbohydrates is the first source of, that will give you the fastest amount of energy. It breaks down the quickest and you can have the quickest amount of energy. And I'm going to just talk about this. We're going to just teach, um, just kind of like circle this really quick while we're talking about it because I get this question a lot. I'm going to turn to the book so I can just answer the correct way. But people are saying, you know, like, I don't really want to take in a lot of carbs, but the carbohydrates are what give you the quick energy that you need, especially, you know, in performances, especially if you're doing something that requires energy, like athletics, working out. And if you're cutting those out, maybe you feel full if you're just putting protein in because it's staying in your body. It doesn't break down as fast. But if you don't have energy is what happens most of the time is people, you know, they're trying to do their high protein, which I'm not advocating for that. Just so you know, I just think to have the variety of protein, carbohydrates, fats, and all the micronutrients is the best, but they have this and they feel really tired, really sluggish, and maybe they're not per se hungry, but emotionally, if they're tired, they're going to go for the quick energy food. And it's usually not going to be like out of choice because they're trying to eat protein and they don't have, they haven't planned carbohydrates because they're trying not to eat them. And so they just usually eat the quick carbohydrates, which is usually synthetic carbohydrates, which is processed. And that's the high fats, high sugar, high salty food that aren't helpful. So it, it's not really a win-win situation in that case. So is what I'm advocating for is that you have the balance of all of them because that is what our body set up to do. And as far as like the carbohydrates and people tell me they're not having that, I just want to say that for an athlete or when you're working out is that carbohydrates help maintain a boost of energy and are essential for your recovery. So not only do they help you when you're training and when you're working out, you'll be able to train harder, better, faster, but also in the recovery, if you have it two to three hours after you have, and I'm talking about whole carbohydrates, right? So that's your um, whole grains, your fruits, your vegetables, your seeds, your nuts, those kind of things are the carbohydrates that I'm talking about that are healthy for you to um, recover. And you'll be able to go back the next day and train harder. And especially as you get older, it's really important that you do that because um, it's harder to recover. And so all the things we can do, let's not, let's, is what I talk about with my coach is like all the unfair advantage. This is the unfair advantage. You'll, you'll recover a lot faster when you take in these carbohydrates, um, two to three hours after your workout and restore those muscles, restore all the parts of your body that has worked so hard and you'll be able to get back the next day. Otherwise it feels like a little painful. (laughs) So try that out anyways, but back to protein. So, but we need the protein, but our body is set up to the, um, the protein will help us restore our muscles and strengthen us, but it is harder to digest and it's harder energy to get. So if you feel sluggish, but maybe you're like quote unquote full because you're eating protein, I would suggest you to put the whole carbohydrates in the whole food carbohydrates in so that you have energy to do the things that you want to while putting protein in that will be, um, it's broken down slower, but it will break down slower for you, but you have the carbohydrates to do the things you want while those take time to break down. And the same with the fats, the fat is a really good source of energy, but it just takes a while to break down. So you don't need to have a lot of it, but have enough. So you have the stored resources that you need once you've burned through those carbohydrates, when you burn through the quick, you know, the, the um, quicker process of breaking those down. So 
that's going to lead me to my next point and my next reminder is that you know there's a part in the book and it says how we get fat like what <laughs> which seems weird because i know no one really wants to get fat i'm going to turn to that page right now so sorry about hearing this but um it's just that's kind of what i've been saying all together but how do we get fat is that we focus on one of the things you know either we eat too much fat or we eat too many carbohydrates um mostly too many carbohydrates would be processed because when you eat the whole foods and you get those micronutrients in your body, your body signals that it's full a lot faster. So you're getting the nutrients and that it needs, and it will tell you that you don't need to keep eating. So you don't overeat often in like a lot of the whole foods, but you can definitely overeat the carbohydrates that are processed because that's the job of the food market and the food industry is to find, you know, the tricks and how to synthetically make things that are more addictive (laughs) so you're going to buy more of them, right? So then you eat more and that is how we get fat or even eating too much protein because if you're not active, your protein um, is is what it happens is that the body will make, will turn it into energy. But if it's not used for energy in any of the three macronutrient areas, it will just be stored as fat. So I'm going to read this to you from my book, but it says, no matter what combination of macronutrients you eat, if you eat more than you expend, you'll store the excess energy. That means if you just breaking that down, if you eat more than you expend, meaning like if you eat more, then you're actually going to burn off. You'll store that excess energy and that excess energy is calories stored in fat, in ways of fat, right? So I just want to say when you overeat in any of those areas, that's what makes us fat. (laughs) That is what's helping us gain, go up on the scale that we don't want. That is what is helping us not get to our optimal weight is not being in balance with those things. So when you hear the latest craze out there and the latest whatever's out there, realize like it's about the things in moderation. It's about taking all the food that we've been given and having the variety. That is why I talk about, um, the, I, I talk about plant diversity, but that's just getting the variety in the plants. That's the fibrous area. That's, those are the carbohydrates that I'm talking about, but all the food, even like I'm a plant-based eater, but all like I can get plant protein because a lot of the food has, has protein, carbs, and fat in it. So food itself in its whole form is set up to have the balance of the macro, the macronutrients in it. But, um, in a diet culture, in a society, people were like, no, you got to worry about the protein because then they can advocate for a certain, you know, a certain diet, or they think the protein will just be the easiest to get in. And I'm just like, at one point I want us to like use the, capacity that we've been given to think about how this really works out. If protein was really like just a new idea, <laughs> then we've never heard of it before, then we would have been telling people to do protein forever. But protein's always been a macronutrient. So we have to like use our deductive logic to be like, oh yeah, they're pushing this, but is this something I always say, is this something sustainable, maintainable? Is this something that has been around before? And that's brings me to my third point that history repeats itself. So if we're not careful and we don't learn from what we've done in the past, then it will repeat itself. And I'm not necessarily comparing all these different things to like, um, back when I was a personal trainer. So before I was even married, they had the Atkins diet. People were all into high protein, low carb and yeah, they lost weight, but I'm telling you, they they come to the gym, they wouldn't have energy because their protein is taking a while to digest and they're not eating carbs. So they couldn't even do the things they wanted to. And they definitely couldn't maintain it or stay, 
um, sustain that. So you have to ask yourself, like, what is the lifestyle you're trying? Why are you trying to do this? And um, definitely if you're a bodybuilder or you're like trying to go to CrossFit games and you're really into it, like my sister, I love it. Like you need to up that protein because you need to be, you're building at such a rapid rate. But if you're just a normal person, which most of us are, we don't need to be ramping it up to the high extent. We need to be having a moderation of all of it. And we don't want to repeat itself because it was what we don't, we don't want like our diet to be histories of ups and downs, ups and downs. We want our diet to be something that it's a lifestyle change, that we change that, that we get to something where it's doable, sustainable, that it becomes habitual. And when it becomes habitual, it is something that we just do over and over again. We don't have to think about it as much. And we just, we now are taking in all the macronutrients in a moderation and all of them as well as the micronutrients, those are the fibrous foods, right? Those are the, those are the plant-based foods that I talk about a lot. We need to be taking those in as well. But when that, when that happens, then we are getting our place, our body to this place where it wants to, and our body knows how to process all of them. And it uses in all the systems that it's been set up for. And then we're thriving. Then we are using our food for what it's intended for. We use it for energy, we have the energy we need for the activities that we needed to. We have the stored energy that is in way of fat so that when we aren't doing as high activity, it can be tapped into that source. When we actually do eating windows that I talked about in the very beginning, um, after the insulin's out of our body and it, and it has time to like go through all the carbohydrates in the insulin area, it can go to that stored fat. So it can tap into that when we're fasting and it can start working in those areas where we have some stored fat. And the same time, our we need the protein to build our muscles back up to restore it so that we can go back and work out again. But our body is miraculous. And when we take in this food, that's its wholest form. You can say God made instead of like man made, however you want to look at it. Our body will work in magical ways. Does it take time? Yes. Is it always easy? No. But is it simple? Yeah. A lot of times we can come back to the simplicity of it and work in those three basics that I told you about, working and having the diversity of the macronutrients, having the diversity of the micronutrients, and not get so confused about it. And then we're winning with our food, right? And people, the reason I'm talking about, you know, a reminder of diet is that diet, D-I-E, is die, and then T on the end, die. So diets usually die. <laughs> they terminate, right? So... I don't want you to be on a diet. That's not what I talk about. I want you to be on something that's a lifestyle change that is health. And the word health has heal in it, right? H-E-A-L is you heal yourself, right? And if you're healthy, it's heal thy, right? So healing thy, healing you. That's what I want you to do. That's where I want you to have all these food that has been God made. It's been there in the wholest form. You take it. It has all the macronutrients that you need in it. It has the micronutrients in it. And then you're feeling better. So you have the energy because you're taking in the food that you need. You have the energy to do the activities that you want to in your life. You can work out, you can keep your body strong that way. And then you can help your mind. Cause a lot of times when we work out physically, we mentally help our mind to get into clarity. So we're working all the areas from just starting in that. So I just want to remind you the importance of food again. Remind you that let's not think of it as a diet, but let's think of it as a lifestyle. Let's think about about getting healthy and how do we do that? And hopefully some of these tips will help you. Will it push you out of your comfort zone? 
feel like I say it most of the time in this podcast. I hope it does because I want you to see that you've evolved past the primal of just doing the easy, right? That you just, you're like, I'm just going to do the easy. And our brain's just like, don't, don't do something hard. Just do easy for me. And you're like, no, like I'm going to work on these things because I, I'm going to work on just one, keep it simple, start small, and then see where that takes me. And I would love to hear back from you how it works because doing this over and over again, it just, it, it's not like a really like quick spike, your energy kind of thing. It's more the well being, where it's more of a lasting, but you'll see change as you stick with it, as your body feels, you know, longevity and vitality come into it. So let me know, send me a DM on Cami Banks coaching, reach out to me at camibanks.com. You can always contact me there. See me. I see people sometimes I'm walking around like I was at the gym or I see people other places and they, they say hi and they tell me what's happening. Find me any way you can tell me about it. I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to be part of your journey. I'd love to hear what you're doing to try to get to your healthy state, to heal thyself, right? To get to where health is a part of your life. No more diets, no more die tea, right? We're not dying that. We're not doing that anymore. We're not dieting. We're making it into health, healthy lifestyle change. We're making our food be a part of this. That's another conversation for another podcast is just making food and the relationship we have with food um, be less emotional and more beneficial so that we can use it in a way that it was intended to. All right. So try these out. I'll be back again next week. Bye-bye. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates your life? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. And I would love for you to come be a part of it. Some of the things that we do inside the team is we create meal plans that work for your life. I also help you create exercise plans. And if you have signed up for a race, we design a plan that will get you across the finish line. The other thing we do in there is weekly group coaching. We have an option for one-on-one coaching. We do live retreats. We do ski trips. We get together and celebrate the bodies that we have and the things that we can do in our lives. And inside there, when we begin to work on our food and our exercise, we strengthen our body and our mind. We see how it elevates the relationship we have with us. And in turn, it elevates all the other relationships in our life. So if you are interested in being a part of this team, we would love to have you. You can get onto my website at camibanks.com. That's Cami with a K. Or if you just want to jumpstart your weight loss right now, you can jump onto my Instagram at camibankscoaching and grab my free meal plan. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to follow it so you never miss an episode. And I'll love for you to rate and review it so others can find this and it can enhance their lives. And most of all, thanks for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.